Hello to everybody but the British. Welcome to 313 Hockey. We're back. After an elite interview with the one and only Adam Ernie, the straw that stirs the drink of the Detroit Red Wings fan base, we are back with another interview today. We managed to coax Ryan Hanna out of his bunker. That's and right. he's decided to come on and tell us his conspiracy theories. He's very excited to talk about vaccines, um, <laughs> injuries, all sorts of things. He gives us the scoop on a lot of very private Red Wings information that was previously not available to the public. So stay tuned. We had the Ryan Hanna breaking it down for us. So we'll get to that in a bit. But before then, we have a very important thing that we love to do here. The Detroit sports update. Oh, because you're gonna say overreact. <laughs> well, oh, that's coming. That's coming. <laughs> that will happen. But our favorite thing to do on our hockey show is to not talk about hockey first. We like yes. to edge you guys a little bit, you know, give you something a little something to look forward to. Also, I feel so, like it's probably good for people who don't actually follow the other teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, that's what I'll just Hope. tell myself as we waste more time. Helps yeah. you get a little city pride. Um. So there was a Lions game last week. There's probably one today. Uh, we're one recording today. on Sunday. There is one today. Bears. They play the Bears. You, Bears. A team almost as pathetic as the Lions. But anyway, speaking of pathetic, uh, Aaron Rodgers got his ass handed to him last week. <laughs> that was so nice. And yeah. instead of admitting and taking the L, he shouldered the blame on everyone else. So his quote was, the Lions didn't beat us. We just weren't good enough. Right, Maddie. Right, right. I, I'm not drunk. I'm just not sober enough. <laughs> That's what I told the cops. <laughs> no. Having that was like a double win because any time that the Packers lose is already a dub, and then it was the Lions who beat them. So you had a double win Sunday, and I think also it was last week the Wings played on that day too, I believe. So yes, that was like yeah, that was a good, that was a good day. So. I'm happy to. Aaron Rodgers is my ho- most hated alive person. Is he your most? Yeah, who are your most hated athletes? He's number one. I don't know. Not really an athlete, but Nick Saban. Um, yeah, yeah. Nick Saban, bad. I, I'm kind of anti. I mean, like I'm anti Taze and Kane always. Like, oh yeah, obviously. Easiest people to hate. Oh yeah, I saw that you were. I mean, I guess if you guys follow, <laughs> if you guys follow our Twitter, Jake was posting or tweeting about like, yeah, essentially yeah, that that Kane, that Kane like he knew about the sexual abuse, and then I saw people in our Twitter like saying like really defending Kane, and I was yeah. like, Jake, Jake, what have you done? I I sometimes like when that happens, like my eyes roll over to whites, and I just get possessed by like right. the ghost of every person who hates the blackhawks and i just start typing like crazy like this one person's like oh is that a reputable source so i sent six different sources because i'm a psychopath you should have just sent a picture of your nutsack (laughs) (laughs) just trust it that's what i would do if i had balls if somebody ever asked me for a source i would just send them a picture of my sack i actually have an amazing reply for a source now Um, what it it was revealed to me in a vision let's hear it nice (laughs) Oh, that's if, the source? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there is some... I yeah, made it the fuck up. Um, there's a Lions versus Bears game today. Uh, and then the Pistons play. The Pistons 
are not doing great this season. They're not. They're so much. They're really height. trying. They're just like. They're trying. They're, they're trying. I was gonna say they're like a team, but I'm not gonna compare them. Actually, I'm gonna retract my statement. They're they're they got a good core. I mean, they that's do. that's they the do. next super team in the making if they can pull everything together. Yeah. I like the, the Verner's jersey that just dropped. It's very yeah. Cool. Those yeah. some a lot of those city jerseys were kind of mid, so we won't touch yeah. on them too much. But there's one in particular I would like to talk to you guys about. Yes, sir. The Charlotte Hornets Charlotte, the have a jersey that abbreviates their name to CLT. They did it really well. Have you ever been able to? T- I, I found the clip. I, I've been looking <laughs> so long. <laughs> I found it. Oh God. Have you ever been able to tell that a woman is not in the approval process? Every time. Yeah. Every time <laughs> I see that. Or you know what else? Isn't the abbreviation What's for that? Charlotte C H A? No. I thought it that's, was. That could be. I don't know. That's an Elliot Freeman abbreviation. Yeah. Well, Ooh, he's usually but... he's God. His word yeah. is God. <laughs> you know the worst the worst about that is like the women's gear up until like this season but like women's sports gear for most teams is terrible and you can tell like a woman was not involved they'll just like put sequins on something or just like make it like glittery and pink pink. yeah Yeah. and then like i'll say like this season though i noticed aaron andrews started a line which is actually like she makes cute women's uh sports apparel did she do that denim jacket Mm -hmm. in the wings store Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that thing's pretty cool yep yeah those are cute I, I notice a lot of times that a lot of women are not involved in approval processes with things to do with women. Um, mm-hmm. I used to work at an ad agency covering a client that I won't name, mm-hmm. but in the process, I wrote an ad for like the women of the year who work mm-hmm. in the in their field, and mm-hmm. it went all the way up the approval ladder, all the way up to the CEO of mm-hmm. our client, and not a single woman was involved at any point of the way. Yeah, that makes sense. Check it was out. great. It was really cool. Have you- have you seen Mad Men? Yeah, it was just like Mad Men. Yeah, it's just like when they, <laughs> that's what happens in Mad Men. They get Tampax as a client, and Peggy has to like, I'm oh, a yeah. woman then, because you, it's just a bunch of dudes. You want to hear something sad? I yeah. actually started a career in advertising. One, because I thought Mad Men was pretty cool. And yep. two, because this really pretty girl I knew from high school was in advertising. And so and now that's, you're gay. And now look Bad at me. Tracks. I'm fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> That all tracks. <laughs> what happened? Speaking of what happened, there are. <laughs> what happened, Jake? <laughs> That's such a good segue. <laughs> what happened, Jake? What happened, Jake? A lot of things happened this last week in Red Wings land. No, we're going to talk about it. Some things didn't, though. Some things didn't. We refuse to acknowledge anything that could be constituted as a, as a blowout or an L. Okay, I didn't want to say the word, but yeah, those don't exist. Those didn't exist and those never exist because there's an important rule when it comes to running a podcast. You are never wrong. Ever. Ever. How come? I have a question for you, Jake. Why? How, before this podcast was started, how did you, what excuse did you use for never being wrong? They were revealed to me in visions, mostly. Visions are inconsistent. You know, oracles gotcha. can only give you so much of the picture. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where I'm at right now. And also, I've never been wrong then. Usually what happens is people will say I'm wrong. And then like mm-hmm. five years from now, they'll be like, damn it, he was right. Mm. 
I said, Peter Mrazek is probably not going to pan out. And people were pretty mad. And lo and behold, now he's a Blackhawk. Oh, how the turntable. I love Henrik Zetterberg. And I was like, he can't carry this team. And in his last couple of years of his career, and everybody was like, no, bro, Z can bring us to the playoffs in like 2016. Bro. And they didn't. So, wow. Okay. That was a bleak one. Anyway, these that games. one was uncalled for. I love Zetterberg. Love him so much. Mm-hmm. You also like Datsuk. I, You're yeah. self loathing. It, it's okay if I like Datsuk, though. Okay, but, but if there was like an ultra conservative player who's got some alt-right views, some views that maybe make you a little uncomfortable. Tim Thomas. And he plays amazing. Yeah, let's say Tim Thomas. We've had this discussion so many times about... Okay, well, we're having it again. (laughs) I haven't pushed you to your limit. No, you have. (laughs) Okay. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Give it a few... (laughs) He's, like, testing, though. He's, like, dipping his toe. He's, like... I call it Poking the bear. It's Jake's favorite pastime. Oh, it's like a... Tom's more of a bear what? than I am. Yeah. If Tom were in the gay community, he'd be considered a bear. Easily. I don't mm-hmm. think... I I heard this argument before, but I don't think you have to be gay. Like, I, Tom's a bear, but he's yeah. just not gay. All right. I, I You know, as, as our resident queer, I mm-hmm. will change this narrative. Now, Thank you. Thank Tom, you. you can be a bear. I'll accept this. Excellent. Okay. Glad, Glad to hear we it. got that out of the way. Now let's talk about some games that happened and some that did not happen. You were at the Islanders game, weren't you, Maddie? Mm-hmm. How was that? Tell me a little bit about it. That was a wonderful time overall. Um, vibes were great. It was really cool to see all the old guys. Like I obviously got emotional. Vladdy was there, so I knew I was going to cry. It was just really beautiful what they did. And I wasn't there for that Thursday before for the 97. This was the 98 celebration. But, you know, we had, like, uh, Blitzdrum, D-Mac. Basically, most of the team, there are a few notable guys not there. For example, Fedorov wasn't there. But overall, it was really cool. I got, like, this little commemorative ticket. And we won that game. So, all around good vibes. That merch was really sick. Like, the old Dude. 90s style. It was, like, almost all of it was gone before the game had started, so I was a little bit bummed. I wanted to get the back-to-back shirt. Me and, too. Yeah. yeah. Hyenas, man. They should, honestly, they should Detroit sell Red it Wings, online, sell it online. You it's, will make why are you gatekeeping? money. Speaking of gatekeeping. Oh, no. I no, am. No, no, I no, am, no, 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 no. Here and now, <laughs> putting in some gatekeeping. Okay. If you don't know everything, mm-hmm. and I yep. mean everything about Facts. the Red Wings, you are not a real fan. I'm sorry. I'm so, those are the rules. I'm sorry. Uh, that way, everybody is gatekept. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think we sh- you should be allowed to gatekeep a little bit. Like, some people are fucking stupid or annoying. And also, like... I'm sorry. Somebody's got to say it. Not every Red Wings fan is cool. We are a team that was built in the original six. So there is over a hundred years of history about this team. There are going to be some people that hop on the bandwagon over the next few years. It's sad to say, but like, we got to be honest with ourselves. They are coming. But I mean, I guess someone more mature than I would say like all support is good. So, I mean, I I can they're like part of me I'll have some moments where I'm like 
who the fuck are you? But most of the time I'm like, you know what? I'm glad that someone is getting into hockey. There are a lot of, like, for example, there's that one chick um, who recently got into hockey and like, she's really proud and she like tries to learn about the game. Like, I'm not upset about that. Yeah. Like, I mean, if there you, are if different you, types of fans. Yeah. If you have like legit yeah. questions, like, please, like if you, if you come in with a curious mind, that is great. But if you come in with a sense of entitlement and you're like trade Larkin or like, you know, you're just being a like oh, general yeah. asshole, like yeah. people are going to be dicks to you back. Don't gentrify my fan base. That's oh, my that's conclusion. Good. So, so the, the first thing I want to ask, um, is, do you think that Jirosh Slavkovsky hit number one was dirty? Objectively, I think it was a dirty hit. But yeah. two, of do you think the punishment matched the crime? No. I don't think so either. He got the same amount of games Michael Rasmussen did for accidentally hitting um that Bruin guy with Accidentally. Accidentally on purpose, but like it wasn't right. nearly as bad as like taking a guy out for two to three months. Like that's I pretty mean, bad. We can if we like had a compilation of all the suspensions given out just this season. It's crazy how much range there is in turn or like lack of consistency for the punishments, quote unquote, given versus the crime. It's like, I don't know. It kind of feels like me. And I was about to say something fucked up. Do you have Wait. to now? You have to commit to the bit. It's like a white person, like running through a stop sign and be like, ha ha ha, I'm white. A cop won't arrest me. <laughs> and like, you knowing that you won't get a punishment for your crime. One time I was in the car with uh my rich roommate in college and the one that when, we talked about last episode. Maybe the horrible one. Yeah, he got pulled over once when I was in the car with him and he like talked to the officer. He goes, Officer, 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 calm down. I am white. It's okay. No. He I'm didn't. dead serious. And it was in Mount Pleasant. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so what what did the officer say? The officer was like, I don't give a damn what color you are. You can't drive okay, like good. that. Like, immediately, like, snapped into it. What a piece of shit. Is this the dude from Chicago? No, he's from Troy. This one's from Troy. Well, checks out. Yeah. So, I had a lot of bad roommates, including Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Fair, fair. What was the worst part about having Tom as a roommate? Um, One time, Tom and I had to teach a 21-year-old man how to do laundry. That was an experience. But that's not the worst part about having Tom as a roommate. Uh, Every night, I lived in fear that he would get too drunk and, like, do something completely foolish because we like had a piss lot of, on the wall or something well we had a guy punch a bunch of holes in the wall once oh, right. yeah, um, that was we had tom's incident that we talked about a few episodes back yeah, um, yeah tom's tub That's tom's tub tom's tub one time a guy I, we stole the door off the hinges of one of the guys that lived with us because oh, he was being yeah. just a control freak he was trying to like oh, you know he deserved it yeah he was trying to micromanage everybody and he was just being a general dick to anybody who didn't like right. immediately pay him for rent so we took his door off the hinges and moved it a few blocks over and when he came back he was from downriver for the record what kind of downriver though there's a lot of different flavors of downriver do you know tom i can't remember it was around taylor though around that area oh say less that's so he like comes downstairs whips off his quarter zip and he's got a wife beater underneath and he goes oh good who am i fighting who am i fighting He's got a gold chain hanging from his neck. Boom. That's how that's how I'm gonna approach anything I get mad about now. I'm just gonna rip my clothes off and be like, who am I fighting? Let's he just go. continuously like watching him descend further and further into madness throughout the rest of the day was even funnier because somebody oh had saran wrapped his toilet. 
Oh, somebody yeah. else had like helter skeltered his room. It? No, no, he he saw it yeah. pretty quick. Okay. Somebody yeah. somebody else like moved his whole room around. Holy fuck! Did did he beat beat someone's ass in the end or not? No, no, no. He was the kind of kid who'd say he'd beat ass, but he would never right. beat ass. No, that's he's funny too... as shit. So he never he... answered my question about what Tom. was that? Well, this yeah, we're getting to it. We're getting to it. <laughs> <laughs> this it's important long... incident set the stage for what we call the popcorn incident. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That same kid got in the face of another kid because, I don't know, was he playing music loud or something? I don't know, it was really stupid. Oh, Um, shit. I can't remember what it was they were fighting about. But these two guys were, like, best friends before this incident happened. I thought they should kiss. Yeah. I was uh, in the adjoining room with the other kid. How many people and lived in this house? Twelve. A, yeah. No! Uh, imagine yeah. living in a home with twelve, 12 men. Twelve and one, uh, one girlfriend moved in. That poor woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds terrible. There was somebody right. else that moved in for a while, too. We had recurring popcorn. characters. Popcorn, popcorn. Anyway, yeah, this kid took a five-pound bag of popcorn and, like, chucked it at another kid's room. So popcorn just got everywhere. Where do you even get a five-pound bag of popcorn? He worked at a movie theater. Oh, true. Yeah. I should have. My, my bad. What a silly question. <laughs> <laughs> you need the context. So the other one took his, like, pull-up bar and, like, uh-huh. speared his room with it. So there's, right. like, a hole in the door. The same door yeah. that we took a few blocks down. Uh-huh. So... It just it erupted into like a little war, and Jesus fucking instead Christ. of breaking things up, Tom went and smoked some weed. <laughs> he saw he literally opened his door, yeah, saw good. it, and closed it. <laughs> the choice. Yep. That's what. I, yeah. I like. I would. I can just picture like somebody eating popcorn. Right? Like that's such a chaotic story. I'm so glad that. Oh, we've ugh. got. Stories galore from that right. era. Anyway, well, let's get back to the writing. Yeah, yeah. we're like, you guys get off track so often. Like, no fucking shit. If you ever offer us any criticism, just know we are going to do the opposite of what you tell us. We're gonna get worse. We're, we're going get to meaner. get worse, and we're gonna be very mean to each other. Like, yeah. really personal shit that's gonna affect how we see each other forever. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wrapping up this Montreal game, Austin Zarnick has more goals than Philip Zadina now. Yes, he does. Okay, I feel like we can't really dunk well, you on know Zadina what? while he's out. Ever since here. his injury, he's been invisible. That's I haven't true. seen him on the ice once. He, he's he, not doing anything, like he, I said. He needs to step his game up. This is weak. If this I were injured, he, he should be on that ice trying right. to produce Make a name for himself. Exactly. I, I get that you signed a contract and you're just going to coast, but yep. you need to do something. You need to get on the fucking ice, dude. Like just sim- simply bust. You should be stuffing the opponent's nets. If I were Zadina, I'd simply not be injured. That's right. Just just heal yourself. Do Reiki or whatever. What is that? Uh, some hippie shit like oh, true. energies Tom? of arms. Do you know Tom? <laughs> Mm, you look as like a resident hippie, I don't know actually. Oh, Tom is right. Tom is like the like woodsman hippie. Reiki is like I live in New yeah. York City, and oh, I'm, I'm okay. definitely not a trust fund baby hippie. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, like they shop at anthropology. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Then the Rangers game didn't happen. We're not going to talk did, about it. That game did not happen. No. Nope. There's nothing nope. to talk about. We never played them 
on the no, road yet this season. Not nothing bad happened except the Red Wings got some points. Some of the no, players, Lucas Raymond got another home, goal. It was a home game. That didn't yeah, happen. It didn't bad. happen though. But Lucas Raymond got a goal, so that's oh, cool. Oh right. That that did happen. He's the, on fire. I love he him. He is he is great. Ever since that like people were like, Oh, is he having a sophomore slump? He's just been insane. Oh yeah. Well also was he just was getting it... knocked around too. Yeah. And like, right. I think he got sick of that. It was literally just give him like five games to get used to everyone understanding how he plays the game mm. and how he changes it up. So a lot of people compare him to Mitch Marner from the Maple Leafs, but like that's annoying. I don't. Like I don't. That. I don't really agree. I think he's more like a Panarin type, like where he is. He's a very much like yeah. a setup man, and he can do goals too. But he's not gonna just stand down if somebody attacks him. I mean, that's that's the biggest issue with Mitch Marner is he's a really good player, but like in the playoffs, he just somebody targets him once, and he's just cowers for the rest of right. the game. Right, and like mm-hmm. that's something about Raymond's game that I really appreciate is he's not just this agile, quick goal scorer. He he's he's throwing checks. He'll stand up for himself. He's in the scrum, so I like that. Get you a man who can do both. He's kind of got a dog in him. He does. What do you mean? He has a oh, dog. Oh yeah, in him. he's had had. It, it wasn't unleashed until more recently. That's though. what I mean. Is is you didn't really see the dog until it started to come oh, out. Right. The it, puppy has become a dog. But Ooh. I didn't I didn't get to catch the Kings game because it was on so late last night and I was That's all having right. my first experience watching a UFC fight. It was it was kind of hot, honestly. <laughs> like a lot of a lot of really strong men just holding yeah. each other. Right? Yep, that's what UFC is. The blood, I was kind of into the blood. The blood really like it awoke like a caveman instinct in me where I was like <laughs> <laughs> You started like throwing handfuls of your shit at them. <laughs> but it was cool. And that's why I didn't watch the Kings game. Dude. Did what? you watch it? Yeah. Well, I didn't watch the third period. I fell asleep. But the Kings scored nine seconds after the game started. I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those. But actually, the, the final was only 4 3 Kings. It looks like they put um, up a fight. I mean, from the highlights yeah. I watched, like. You know the Kings are yeah. a legit team in the playoffs. Like they're gonna be, they're gonna do some damage there. Yeah. So and they had they had their uh, reverse retros on, and they looked fucking sexy. Those are like the purple ones, right? The purple, the the fucking Gretzky ones. Oh, I dig those. They're so nice. All right, we want to cut to the Hannah interview. I think we should. Anyway, everybody, here's here's Ryan Hannah. Hello, everyone. We are joined today by Ryan Hanna of the Winged Wheel podcast. Ryan, I'd like to start off with a quick question. Mm-hmm. When are we going to trade Dylan Larkin? What's happening? <laughs> Jake, look, I made the calculated decision. Matt, Maddie messaged uh, before to say bring a beer. I'm old, so I can't have a beer this early. Otherwise, I'll be out by like 930. So I have a tall <laughs> glass of water in front of me. And if I knew you were going to open with that bullshit, I would have brought two beers. <laughs> I tried to help you, Ryan. Got you covered, trying to Ryan. throw you a bone. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, cheers. cheers I have a smoothie, so I'm in the same boat. All right. Tom and you I are smoothie. just out here. We're getting Tom, Tom and Maddie wasted. We should have made this a drinking game. Off one. Yeah, anyway, Ryan, thank you for joining us. Um, oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I've never hung out with cool people before, so. It's going to be a nice change of pace then. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be disappointed then. Severely. Severely. One of us us decided to start using Reddit. Not great. 
So the cool card got revoked pretty quick the moment I, I created that. What? There is no cool social media anymore. No, it's all dead. I'm, I'm sitting here just annoyed. I'm like, what's the next thing that I have to figure out? I mean, like, <laughs> I never used to be worried about that. And then yeah. one day you realize, oh, I'm uh, my body's decomposing and I no longer know what the kids are saying. And so I'm just like horrified of what the next social media space is. So I don't know. Reddit might be the best we have right now, which is a terrible thing to say. That's a low bar indeed. Similar to our podcast, they're both just going to get worse. Mm-hmm. As all good things do. We've decided to start taking the opposite of criticism, where if people start critiquing us, we just, you know, make it worse. Um, and I think it's working out pretty well for us. <laughs> That's uh, Anyway. Gotta be better than what I'm doing. I got a question. What, what's, wait, what's, what's your approach? Yeah. I cry. Yeah, I just oh, cry yeah. a lot. We've been there. Yeah, I, uh, I just forwarded it all to Brad and Evan, and they can't read, so. Mm. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah. yeah. Tom, can you, like, forget how to read sometimes so we can just start making decisions? Oh, I forget how to read all <laughs> the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ryan, I do have a semi-serious question for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. The Slavkovsky hit made me really start to reconsider players that I, like, truly despise. And what I would like to know is, are there players in the NHL that you dislike or that you don't enjoy to watch? Yeah, yeah. You know, if you ask me this question, not even before the podcast, let's say early years of the podcast, like seven years ago, six years ago, I would have given you some really passionate answers. Uh, Corey Perry was a player I grew up. And it's like, look, ultra talented player. And and I think Marshan's just like an evolved version of him. But growing up as a Red Wings fan, you you could not get a quicker answer out of me than Corey Perry when you asked me who I hated. So uh, I remember Tyson Nash for some reason when I was younger as well. Couldn't stand that guy. But it's easy to say Marchand. It's easy to say, you know, I knew a new one is Dumba, and I forgot about that until the Minnesota game. Yeah. Uh, and oh, people I just bring it up. I'm angry now. <laughs> <laughs> I, think one, I think once we got into covering 82 games a year and this became a bigger thing that we were doing it's not that i lost that passion but it forces you to see things from a different perspective so the hatred isn't as easily brought about so for example that slavkovsky hit i watched that i'm like dumbass hit what a boneheaded play and it wasn't an accident it wasn't that luff was off balance it wasn't slavkovsky only had a split second no he's just being an idiot but i think he's being an idiot He's a, he's a rookie in the league, and he made this stupid decision, and I bet if he could do it over, he wouldn't do it again. I mean, if he makes a trend of it, then I'll happily eat my words, but when I w- a long time ago, I would have looked at that Slavkovsky hit and said, yep, 1,000 years dungeon, I loathe you forever, and I won't forget this for the rest of time. <laughs> but yeah, the answer is Brad Marchand. Good answer. Yeah, we've been trying to figure <laughs> out like villains that we hate. Um, uh, yeah. Patrick Kane is always going to be my villain, like public yeah. enemy number one. Yeah. Um, the Red Wings need to be better to inspire that kind of hatred, though. Like, it just sucks when you hate someone, and then it's like, yeah, they're going to dunk on you 5-2 at home every time. So, Do you see any teams that could be future rivals? Yeah, I, I think people are really under, underestimating how much Ottawa and Buffalo are going to be. I was going to say Ottawa, too. Yeah. It's like the like brother Buffalo's. and sister that we're growing up with. Yeah, younger siblings. It's weird yeah. now, though. It's <laughs> like once, once you guys are already, like, late teenagers, and then you start hating each other, it's not like a childhood friend. Like, I feel like the Blackhawks are... Like mm-hmm. foe, you know, it's a new hater. 
Yeah. Damn. We have Ryan Hanna on our podcast, and Jake's like, how can we make him more of a hater? It's <laughs> <laughs> the first step. The second step is, how can we make it about me? All right. So that'll come around naturally. <laughs> hey, there are a lot of people in my life who will tell you that Jake's tapping into the right space. So oh. whatever you want to do. Oh, like who? <laughs> That was a quick transition. Chris Dra- Does Chris Draper listen to Three on Three Hockey? Uh, you know, Our I don't wheel. think. I no, no. I I hope no one listens to the Winged Wheel. No, oh, stop! <laughs> I hope I hope you all do because we put a lot of time into that, and uh, I hope you see how I do. Uh, decidingly mm-hmm. uh, middling it is. No, I'm kidding. Thank you. That's very nice. Yeah, uh, people. Fun. Who, People no, who would tell you I'm a hater is my uh, my fiance's downstairs, and she will tell you how long I hold a grudge. Not like a grudge, but I don't let go of stuff. Do you find that with your like growing platform that you feel a certain like responsibility with like your following? Like you know, if you guys all decided to dogpile on like a certain player, do you yeah. have to like rein in your opinions just to make sure that like people don't uh, all come after one guy? It's not about reining in the opinions. It, it's about reining in the messaging. And the answer is definitely yes. And I know some people don't like that, but you know we learned that the hard way. Uh, we have this thing where not neither myself, Brad, nor Evan, the, the three hosts of our show, are accepted the size of our following for the long time, longest time. It was we were just expecting it to go away one day. We're like, this isn't sustainable. We don't really understand why people are listening this much. Um, just being stupid about it and. You know, that might sound quaint and cute, but it was actually, it genuinely was destructive because at one point it was like the late years of Abdulkader and uh, we were teeing off on Abdulkader and it was the amount that the same sentiments were echoed and amplified beyond what was reasonable. And uh, I was chatting with someone close to the team and uh, they said, and they said it very, I I was very fortunate that they said it to me gently. Like they, they, they put it in kinder words. Um, but they were like, Hey, um, you know, not that it's your fault that Abdulkader is a bad player or whatever, but you have to think, is it valuable to be teeing off on someone who is not at all the biggest issue on the team or is a fourth line player or where everyone already knows the story on them? Mm. Um, it's fun and it's good content. He's like, I understand that, but is it worthwhile with the size of your platform? Is that valuable for you? And is that never mind the effect that it has on the player. I hope Justin Abdelkader never heard any of that because I know him to be a really, really good guy. And, mm-hmm. and that's something I feel badly about. So we learned, I, I also would never uh, uh, break down the integrity of the show and our opinions because otherwise, why are people listening? I'm, I won't be afraid to share those opinions, which is why I'm wrong so often. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely measuring measuring the words and... and uh, it still feels like uh, my head's too big by saying this, but I'm like, with the size of the platform, we have to understand that anything and everything that you that is said on the show might be misconstrued or amplified beyond what we intended it. So we, we're careful. Are we perfect? No, God, no. No, we're three idiots. But uh, yeah, it, you have to think about it. And thinking is hard, Jake. Let me tell you. <laughs> Really I miss is. when I can just lean into the himbo energy and just turn a mic on and talk into it, it and not have a Oh my god, it's the, the best. That's all that we do. It's uh, <laughs> literally just Jake's MO no every thoughts. single fucking week. Yeah. <laughs> no this thoughts, is my, just vibes. No analytics. This is my mental dumping ground. Yeah. Literally, I'll just go on and I just open my mouth and just let whatever come out and here we are. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just the one that has to edit all of it. 
Uh, I know that pain, Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, fun. That one's it's Thomas. it's a great time. Great time. Tom ass. <laughs> you, is it Tom? Is it? Do you go by Tom? Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom for like more just casual kind of conversation. Thomas is more just like on resumes and all that kind of thing. So Tom, like... Tommy is his professional name. Yeah, yeah. Tommy. No, yeah. his professional yeah. name is Baby Girl. God, now we gotta keep it. <laughs> what? What is? What is on? What is going on on Twitter? I don't understand. Do not ask. Do not ask. No, you know what? Ryan, stay off Twitter. Ryan, neither do I. Ryan, I have so been we're... losing my mind yeah. for the past like week. Stay off Twitter. Over just the stuff that I keep seeing. Don't have... no, don't don't even let me ask the questions. You take it away. Pandora's box okay. has been opened. <laughs> I have a I have an interesting question I think is pretty relevant for us now. Um that I'd love to hear Ryan your answer. So as we uh, released the Ernie interview last week, we we got a lot of feedback, and not all of it was very nice. And mm-hmm. some of the hosts take the the criticism harder than others. And <laughs> I want to know because you know we talked about your your show, and obviously you guys have one of the biggest hockey podcasts in the world. Um, and you're gonna, you're not gonna be able to please everyone. So what? Besides, okay, I know you said you cry, but do you have any advice <laughs> for my fellow co-hosts here about being able to block out haters? Um, you know, I, I'll be quite honest with you up front. Brad and Evan are, are much better suited for this. Uh, okay. Evan, just I've never seen someone more carefree. Evan is, it's like, you know what? How only good things happen to insanely hot people. That's mm-hmm. Evan. Just like yeah. everything falls in place in front of him and it pisses you off. And so yeah. nothing really gets through to him either. Brad okay. is too busy. So I, I I, actually had to learn. I had to learn as well how to, to handle this. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not perfect at it, but it's the acceptance of exactly what you just said, Maddie. Like you're never going to please everyone. And you know what? Frankly, there's some dumbasses in the world. Yeah. And frankly, sometimes you're going to be the dumbass. And that's yeah. just how it's going to shake out. Like, it's there's no perfect way to handle it but if you're sensitive to it don't read it flat out don't read it don't close don't close yourself off to you know constructive criticism but you have to find different avenues to receive that if it's just going to ruin your day there's some stuff where there's times in my in 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 running the podcast where you know i said oh i have time for this person today and i i lashed back out at them and it's Mm -hmm. not because they had a criticism i actually to a fault will accept anyone's criticism and, and try to make the show better for it mm-hmm. um i'm but if it was a bad faith thing or they were just kind of being shitheads then i would lash back out but you know what it's never worth your time because that's right. what they want and if it's a free platform you're putting out a podcast for free they don't have to listen you know they just they don't have to listen and i don't know i'm uh i'd be lying if i say some days it didn't get to me mm-hmm. um but you have to find as long as you're happy and comfortable with what you're putting out, then that's all that matters. Otherwise, it's just noise. And you know what? Everyone is way too terminally online. Like that's just another it, like those people are. It's not the real world. And I'm not talking about people who are like, hey, you could have done this a bit differently. No, that's like right. actually incredibly valuable. And they did right. nothing wrong. But people who are shitty for the sake of being shitty, that's not real. It's all fake. People are so online and too connected and too like 
everything about themselves has to do with the way they appear on Twitter or the YouTube comments or whatever. Right. It's just not real. It, it's a big meme in the in the gaming, and I think it's actually out and just like uh, the whole kids are saying it. But touch grass is on. Honestly, it's it's so true. Like just fucking go I outside, man. All the fucking time. We I I honestly think we know too much about each other. Like that that That's I think is like a really you. big. Like, like, literally, our ancestors 50, 100, 200 years ago did not know this much about yeah. everybody else's personal lives. Yeah. People are too comfortable on the internet. Me. Yeah. Maybe Twitter dying wouldn't be, like, the worst thing in the world. Uh, That's how I feel. Unleash yeah. me from these chains. Don't threaten me with a good time. I've been here for that <laughs> since day one. <laughs> Give us your, like, favorite moment you've had in the history of WWP. That's very tough. I have to say, every time we're at a Winged Wheel podcast night at the LCA, it is every single, like, we've done three of them. The fourth is uh, being planned for April, and Hell yeah. every single one, we saw the ticket sales. We knew the amount of people who paid to be to come to the event, and every single time, we were convinced that no one would show up, and especially with this one where we had to move it to Hockey Town Cafe, lest um can delete my number and never talk to me again because it's fucking <laughs> freezing in the beer garden um i was like okay well the beer garden was attached to the arena and that's the only reason why people came out i was i was so certain it was gonna be like 20 people in that room and every time we see that room fill up it's like that was dope it gets cozy yeah oh, it gets yeah. cozy there was a long ass line order of beer yeah, we're we're working on that for next time. It's, oh my god, don't that wasn't like <laughs> it's a good no. thing that there was a line because so many people were there. It would be it'd be really cool if you guys made like drinks based off of things that you guys like. Like I'll order the Ryan and I and you can name and I'm Evan for the drink that Evan That's has. That's actually good. Yeah. yeah. That is yeah. Good. I'm going to steal that idea and claim it was mine. This is what happens when you work in marketing. <laughs> no, that's Damn, good. Too bad we should do that recorded. actually. Oh, that's really good. Jake. We should do that next time. <laughs> Damn, Jake has good H- ideas. Hit me up for some of your other good ideas. I'm yeah. a good idea haver. Yeah. Sometimes. So, like, at what point when you were doing the show did you realize, like, holy shit, this is kind of popping off? The events. Or are you for still sure. in denial? I'm still in denial. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm still in denial. The events for sure really helped us understand that. Um, on the flip side of things is when I told you what I told you earlier about, you know, when we realized the impact that our voice had anytime, you know, we talk to Ken or, or Chris Draper or, you know, when you guys had Adam Ernie on. It was the same when we were talking mm-hmm. to Alex Nadelkovich a couple of times. You know, we'll talk to people without naming names, you know, from the team or, or in the league. And we're always like introducing ourselves, you know, as you introduce yourself as a podcast, it's like you automatically have to follow it up with qualifiers that make it worth their time. Cause why are, why is this dweeb from a podcast talking to me? And then when we start to get the response back of, yeah, we know who you are or, you know, we tune in and b- both horrifying, like terrible, terrible news. But, <laughs> uh, that's yeah. when we, we started to have a little bit of acceptance of, of the size of the show. And then really once um, we were able to measure consistently how we were ranking among like uh it was very cool and very surreal and i like so 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 humbling please know i'm not trying to have a big head when i say this but seeing our name up there with like spitting chiclets 32 thoughts etc and have our show ranked up there i was like still feels like i'm being punked but it doesn't matter how stupid we are we can't avoid it at that point so yeah it's uh it's only been in the last couple years i think where we've really kind of uh, um, accepted it and you guys have been around since like the end or the beginning of the rebuild. 
like yeah. end of the Holland era. Yeah, 2015, February 2015. So when we started the show, actually, Holland was still very popular. So we actually got quite a bit of backlash. That was our first mm. like negative wave against mm. us because we were saying, hey, Holland's not doing the best things right now and it's going to hurt <laughs> us soon. And that was sacrilege because Red Wings fandom had not known negative energy right. in 25 years. So yeah, yeah, we yeah. Get, that's fair. That's fair. We get I much mean, minor yeah, backlash yeah. for dunking on a certain player who we won't name because we, we keep talking him. about him we cannot stop talking about him uh-huh. <laughs> i can guess yes you can ryan how did you how did you actually meet evan and brad uh prison oh mm. true makes sense yeah. that's how i met these two guys it's so funny how that happened i met you in the psych ward i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> maximum security. um we actually met <laughs> shit security <laughs> they unleashed you three until all the rest of us uh no we actually met via reddit funny enough no shit. Oh, um, wow. yeah i met straight and i say like everyone you're all too everyone's too terminally online and i met two strangers from reddit and now they come <laughs> to my house twice a i week. mean look at us yeah i was wanting to do a podcast something um mm-hmm. and brad independently we had never known each other uh as well and we met via reddit and then we met at a tim hortons of course, because uh, you're course. Canadian. Well, terrible we're, coffee. Like, where all of the best ideas are made, though. <laughs> I, you're never going to have Tim Hortons on your on your podcast now, but I'll tell you, it's shit coffee. I can't stand it. It gives me gut rot. So I just ruined a potential sponsor. Tim um, Hortons, if you're listening to this, come on to the podcast. <laughs> Tim Hortons. <laughs> no, we, we won't. We can fix the, we can fix the coffee. Yeah, we can yeah. fix Tim Hortons. We can fix him. <laughs> Not him. He's... Uh, He's dead as fuck. Well, there's Um, solutions for that. (laughs) See, this is the difference between the two podcasts. Ryan says he's gone. I say he's dead as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're a tall glass of water over here. Ryan's like, yeah, we we have a responsibility with our platform. And Matt is like, yeah, we do too. To be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan has to be, we have to get him to like be psycho a little bit. Give us your hottest take. Give us your hottest take, Ryan. Wings about take. what? Wings. About the wings. Anything wings uh, that you might you might not be able to say on your own podcast. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, there's no ooh. Yeah, you know, I would love to say there's nothing I would ever not say on my own podcast. Ooh. And I would like to to think that's true, but let me think about it. I know one that I don't talk about a lot um is you know, the likelihood that not just Bertuzzi but Hronik is maybe not on this team long term. Thank God. It, well, it, it doesn't matter, right? Like, it doesn't matter whether I think that it's not, don't take it as a guarantee, but knowing that both have been shopped in the past and knowing how, like, hard yeah. the Bertuzzi contracts were. And, right. Yeah. It, it's like a super delicate topic because people, the moment you talk about Bertuzzi, it, it brings in, like, a vaccine argument. And, like, I cannot express to people how little of a shit I give. <laughs> like, I have my personal life. Yeah, and right. I have no, like, absolutely zero energy to argue with anybody else about vaccines, whatever. But there mm-hmm. is a very real reality about the difficulty of Bertuzzi's previous contract negotiations and his injury history, and that's mm-hmm. all aside from the fact that you know he made a decision at some point wherein he didn't play some right. games for the Red Wings last season, and and that wasn't popular across the league, not just the Red Wings. Right, like, that was for pretty. Sure. Yeah, he was upon. the only one. For a point, yeah. So yeah. Uh, for me, it's it's it, that's kind of uh, it's not the most popular opinion, and it's not really a hot take. But I, I would say Bertuzzi 
I would still probably put my money on him being traded, even though I'd like to see him back. Right. And Hironic maybe long term too is You'd maybe like not that he Victor? will be. What's that? Sorry. Sorry for announcing. No, I just just to clarify, you want to see Hironic back? Uh, I would say I would want to see Bertuzzi back. I wouldn't want to see uh, Hironic gone at all costs. But yeah. if there's a team willing to overpay for a right hand shot defenseman, I think that's a pretty big opportunity because I <laughs> <Toronto>. think. <laughs> Oh, can't. <laughs> his contract if they if they make some moves maybe they could afford it but um i think there there could be a way where yeah we didn't get the stealing for heronic or heronic ceiling isn't as high as we hoped it'd be but a team would pay like it is last trade deadline though would have been a great opportunity and and, right. and the red wings were pushing hard but there just wasn't a buyer well you guys heard it here first ryan Hanna confirmed that Tyler Bertuzzi <laughs> and Philip Veronic are out of here. I will drive to that quaint little town of Pittsburgh. <laughs> Push you out the window. I'll, I'll force you to go to a Pens game. How about that? Oh. That's punishment enough. <laughs> PPG Paints Arena, is that what it's called? It's such a snooze fest here. I don't know if you've ever been to the arena here, but like, mm. it, it's like if, if NPCs designed an arena. Like, there is nothing unique about it. There's nothing where I'm like, oh, cool. Like, the LCA has all these, like, bells and whistles. And you walk in there, and it's like, welcome to the arena. Have a seat. And it's newer, right? Because they almost yeah. lost a team because they had Mel. It was Mellon Arena was the previous one. Yep, they built yeah. it for Crosby. And, Funny thing well, is, it's, I actually like Pittsburgh. It's a, it's a cool little town. It's a dope city, yeah. I like it. Yeah. So that's your hot take there. I would like to hear, a, a, like, a league-wide hot take. What is something that you think is going to happen? Are they going to finally ship Trevor Zegers off to the moon? Why, is, why, why do people hate Trevor Zegers? I don't be like Trevor Zegers. I don't get I it. Last year, last year, I could understand it. Like, it's not his fault. It's the NHL's fault. But now I don't give a fuck. He's not yeah, lucky I, anymore. I just, I just think the NHL is really bad at marketing. And then when they find like one thing that works, they like latch onto it like a parasite and just suck it out, suck out as much content as they can. NHL doesn't know how to promote itself. That's why. So when something goes right. viral. That's all they stick to, which is actually better than what they used to do, which is ignore that. Mm-hmm. You should see it. Well, I'm sure you know how little or how poorly they, they advertised Crosby and Ovechkin in their early years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Gary Bettman, if you're listening, please come on to 303 Hockey. <laughs> yeah, maybe a league-wide hot take. Who do you foresee winning the cup is a good specific one. Oh, I could see Vegas doing some damage, but it would require wow. some some miracles in net for sure. Uh, I think people are really underestimating them. League-wide hot take. Toronto's not going to do anything in the playoffs again. They're going to fire Dubas. They're going to fire hot, Chief. A hot take. Oh, I'm not cold. done yet. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> They're going to fire the, that whole crowd, maybe Shanahan as well, and then whoever comes in with that same core, more or less, maybe they trade Marner or something, they're immediately going to find success because that is just exactly how it would go in mm-hmm. Toronto. Yeah. I want them to get, yeah. like, all, like, the boomer culture back. I want, like, the dudes who are like, I hate analytics. Like, <laughs> I just, I would love to see how that works out. Get Torts in there or Babcock back. I think if they can convince Barry Trotz to coach there, he would do, yeah. he would do really well. Um, Maybe something, it's not a hot take, but it's probably something that's unpopular that I, I can't harp on forever. Otherwise, you know, it's just a bunch of negativity for forever. But the league is going down a scary path right now with uh, trying to recoup revenue. You know, mm. they're not getting near uh, uh, paying back the, the players' escrow debt just by coincidence. Like, the the board ads are atrocious. I, I know I, I bitch and moan about things. And I, make a mountain, 
I'm very guilty of making mountains out of molehills, but like they're so bad and they're so jarring to look at. And there's like no motion blur while the play is moving. Right. And, yeah. and they move during the play happening. And they the league is also out. like this is the same league that put can't put cameras in the uh the boards by the blue line or their overhead cameras aren't all in 4k and i understand there's streaming issues with there but like people have to jump through hoops they have to buy 17 different programs and mm-hmm. still get on their grandma's internet to steal a stream to watch their favorite team yep. and the nhl is mm-hmm. prioritizing like moving board ads and i get it it's revenue it's how you're going to grow because this isn't a, like we're in scary times ahead economically but it's i don't really like the path that it's going on and i I don't have a lot of hope that it's going to settle in a place that's comfortable. I'm also like, as much as I joke about hockey boomers, I'm a hockey boomer. Like sure. I miss late nineties, early two thousands feeling of hockey. And I'm very much a purist where anytime change comes up, I immediately reject it. And then I'm like, mm, am I rejecting that? Cause it's not comfortable or because it's actually not good. Right. So yeah. the hitting and the gritty very style. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love big hits. I love fights. I understand mm-hmm. Like, I firmly understand. I had a fair amount of concussions myself from hockey, and I, I know how bad it is to get whacked in the head. Yeah. I still don't think fighting should leave the game. I think it has a place, and I know I'm probably objectively wrong for saying that, but you know, it's just me. I don't think so. No. No, I think you're right. Give me your absolute best-case scenario for how the rest of this season is going to go. Your personal one. Oh, best-case scenario is that they stick in a playoff spot and they do some damage in the first round. Like... I used to hate the idea of you just have to make it in because I'm like, that's not a serious way to compete for the cup. But I think you can still make it out of the first round. Like, the first round's wild. You can do anything yeah. in the first round. Or you could be the St. Louis Blues and just win the whole damn thing when you're in last place in January. But That's right. I think this is very much a team that can make the playoffs if all things go right. What's the likelihood of that? Oh, less than 10% in my mind that everything will fall into place. Mm, that might be mean. Maybe less than 20%. Um, I think Bertuzzi has to come back and stay healthy and sign and not get traded. I think Verona has to come back, which like that is a the biggest question mark on this team. Larkin has to keep having a career year, and and Raymond and Sider need to produce like they did before, and the goalies need to be phenomenal because the defense isn't going to get better. They just don't have the personnel for it. So, absolute best case scenario, first round of the playoffs, and they might even steal a series. But please know that that is like. If I had $1,000 to put on for free to put on any scenario, I would put not even a single dollar on that happening. You heard it here first, folks. Ryan Hanna confirms the Red Wings will win the first round of the playoffs this year. He hates the yeah. Red Wings. This he man hates, hates the Red Wings. Wings. <laughs> I'm going to beat both your asses. <laughs> it's just me and Thomas. Those are Thomas! My family friends. Tommy! <laughs> yep, Tommy, just me. you mean baby girl? <laughs> we literally went through the fucking definition and i still don't understand that uh, shit that's not for us man we'll be think. here all day oh, if we it's do not that. yeah um, ryan it's been a blast having you on yeah thank you where can we find you yeah where can our, yeah. Fo- where can our many followers find you let's let's give them some of our audience <laughs> share uh, our platform <laughs> Our, our no, many, no, no, many no. follower. Oh, no, you guys do a good show. Followers. Don't you guys do a good show? Don't uh, don't put yourself down like that. Except for Jake, That's you're you're a freak. I don't want to talk yeah. to you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's fair. The Wheel Podcast, uh, wherever you find your podcasts, WingedWheelPodcast.com, at WingedWheelPod on Twitter, at WingedWheelPodcast on other social media, 
and then uh, you'll see links to our, our personal accounts. So we're on YouTube as well. So yeah, if you like to listen to a podcast, figure out the best place to do that. Search Winged Wheel Podcast. You should find us. And if you can't, eh, you probably spelled it wrong. So just, oh they'll, I'm sure they'll link it or spell it in the description of this episode. And um, genuinely, thank you guys for having me on. This is uh, a lot of fun. And like I said, you're very cool and, and uh, we're All not. Right. So it's nice to do. <laughs> Make my head bigger. <laughs> I, I Please think don't. the last thing. Please fucking the, don't. Besides making Jake's head bigger. If you want to really quickly, like as we wrap, just talk about the Jamie Daniels Foundation. It just seems right yes. because I hear yes. your voice and I can like hear you saying, uh, Jamie Daniels and Luna, like do your thing. Do- <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you tune out and you tune in when you hear Jamie Daniels Foundation. Well, do I sound that I mean- inspired? It was a foundation that was started by uh, Ken Daniels and Lisa Daniels Goldman. Um, and we, through a series of in, uh, endeavors, help support them. So Winged Wheel Podcast Nights at the LCA in partnership with the Detroit Red Wings. A portion of all those tickets benefits the Jamie Daniels Foundation. And we've also started Wings Money on the Board uh, with our good friend Prashanth Iyer. So if you go to wingedwheelpodcast.com and you go to the top menu, you should see something for Wings Money on the Board. It's a fun way. You uh, you make a pledge based on the team. So it could be like Tyler Bertuzzi toothless grins, 10 cents each time you see it on the screen, or Lucas Raymond goals, or uh, every time Jake says some dumb shit on uh, 313, <laughs> you pledge. I'll yeah, right. And then uh, we last oh, year we raised $32,000. So we also sell our, um, our uh, Winged Wheel podcast, Mickey Redmond flannels, and, and uh, we donate as much as we can from the sales of those to the foundation. So last year we raised thirty-two Hell grand. Yeah. This year we're trying to hit fifty thousand dollars. So thank you, yes, for prompting me to wow. do that. I appreciate it. Beautiful, and we'll be That's including huge. all of those details in our um, podcast episode link of in course. the description. Yeah. So feel free to click on those and take a peek as well. Thank you. That's amazing. All right, Ryan. Thanks again for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Take care, guys. I have some key takeaways from this season that I didn't get to mention to Ryan Hanna. Here's where we're at so far. I really like, and this might be an unpopular opinion. This might get some flack. Kubelik. Dominic Kubelik is good. I, wow. I'll say You're it. I'll say moron. it. Brave. You idiot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think leading the team in scoring is a good Bad thing. Bad signing. And I know that people are not going to like that. No. Larkin should be leading the scoring. I'd rather have Zadina given the puck more often so he can prove himself. That's good. Yeah. He needs, he needs more time to prove himself. And, like, sure, he's injured, but, like, at least he's got, you know, he he just needs more time. He just needs to prove himself. Just one more game, bro. Just one more. But anyway, Kubelik is really good. And I, I'm sad that you guys hate him so much. It's I know he's Czech, Maddie, so I need you to, like, rein it in a bit. <laughs> See, this, this, I told you, it's not a Czech thing. It's a Philip thing on our team. I don't have this issue with other Czech men, hockey players, or Czech people. Have we ever had other Phillips before? I feel like we've had Phillips for a while. Maybe Mm, I'm wrong. I'm sure Mm. we have. I'm going to go through the roster history, and I'm going to start naming the Phillips, and I'm going to see Maddie's face just contort. But is it all Phillips, or is it just Czech Phillips? Yeah, that's true, because it could just be a, a PH might not bother you. But yeah. you see that F, and suddenly your face is like, no. I like Phil Kessel. I like Phil Kessel. But he's not with an F. Yeah, That's he's what I'm saying. He's man. a page. And I like Philip Forsberg. Yeah, but everybody likes Philip Forsberg. How could you Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. I like him. He's good. And also, technically, I think we're still second in the Atlantic division. 
Let me look that up right you mean now. After last night. Let's see. Oh, we are fourth in the division, but <laughs> that's it. Doesn't matter right now. We are tied with the Florida Panthers, so technically we're third in the division. Oh shush! They're the, they're nothing to sleep on anymore. No, that they're pretty good. Funny, like five years ago, but they're pretty they're good. I, I hate teams. I hate jokes that like punch down. Like that whole weird. Sure Twitter, you do. Sure that, you do, Jake. That Twitter verification system came out. And oh, yeah. the Arizona Coyotes obviously have their check. And somebody was like, oh, they could afford that. And I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, yep, Coyotes bad. They're poor. Get it? Get it? Because they don't have money. Get it? Oh, please. I feel like you would make that joke. Please laugh. Please laugh. No, I would make a funnier joke. I would simply yeah. be better. Yours would be funnier. Yours would, I would be funnier. I would have a much better bit. Well, then, Jake, what would your bit be? Yeah, what's your bit? Yeah, what's your bit? What's your bit? Thank you, Tom. I don't know. I they they had to give up a third round pick to get that check mark. That's the same thing. But it's better. It's not barely. You guys would put me on the yeah. spot. I need you can time be to think. better. You can be better. Oh, I know I can be better. You need time That's to write. Not your best work. Speaking we of being know. better, what is your guys' yeah. best case scenario for this season? What do you want? I hate this question because, like, I really, yeah. best case scanario to me is always going to be winning the Stanley, winning the Stanley Cup. Cup. Duh. Yeah. That's why I don't like that question because that's always going to be the best case scenario, even okay. if we're like dog shit. Besides winning the best Stanley Cup, not just the Stanley going Cup. to the Stanley Cup and losing. I mean, what do you mean? I think that the team should narrowly miss the playoffs, but no. have a strong enough first round pick where suddenly they get Connor Bedard. <laughs> what? What? I want the narrative to shift finally. Give us something good. I mean, for us to just move up from like eight or fifteen in that range to one. It's happened that's before. What, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. The, the Philadelphia Flyers moved up to second overall when they were like a bubble I mean, playoff I, team. The Dallas has, Stars got Hastenin. Yeah. It it has happened. I, I agree. It it's has possible. Happened. It's always possible. It needs to happen for us. And Gary Bettman, if you don't make that happen, I will be in your walls. I'm sorry. I, Who do you think Bettman supports, like, around. in his private life? Like, obviously, he can't outwardly support a team. He feels like a Blackhawks fan. To me. I feel like he feels like a Rangers fan. Yeah, I feel like a Rangers fan because they're the biggest market team. So they make, Plus, well, Toronto, oh, no. too. Toronto's the biggest market team, but they're kind of suckers. So, like, he's okay with it. He's, they're suckers in the sense that, like, the Lions fans are suckers. So he's, like... Look, they're going to give me money no matter what, no matter how good or bad this team is, so I don't care. Yeah, but he's always trying to move teams south. Well, he's from New York. I just Googled it. Okay, yeah, then oh, he's he a Rangers okay, fan. so Rangers. That's what I thought. That explains his contempt for, like, Detroit and other original six teams that aren't the Blackhawks. Yeah, that makes sense. And he probably hates the Islanders, too. I oh, mean, yeah. how can you not? The only Everybody time hates the Islanders. L- literally, one, like... of the, one of the only times I've ever gotten death threats online was from Islanders fans. Oh, usually you, you equate death threats to the Leafs. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten death threats from Leafs fans too, but more frequently from Islanders fans, which is because strange. How can you be happy living on Long Island? Literally imagine living on, willingly living on Long Island. That's what yeah. people say about Detroit, though. Yeah, but they've never been. And I've been to Long right. Island, and it fucking sucks. True. We have a I've... giveaway. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, it's not even worth it anymore. All right. Well, we have a giveaway prepared. For you lovely fans. What do we have, Jake? <laughs> we have, thanks to your crowdfunding efforts and our many generous donor and some freelance work I did, we have an Adam Ernie jersey ready Woo-hoo! for one lucky listener. Can you do the cheers? 
Oh, yes, absolutely, I can. Listen to this, guys. Hopefully Tom can edit that so it's seamless. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be seamless, don't worry. Here comes... Oh, what? They're still going. I didn't realize people loved Adam Ernie so much. Yeah, you did. Can you hear them? They're screaming and shouting. Oh my god, they haven't given up. I want to do that, like, you know the celebrity thing where they're like... And they, like, put their hands to their mouths. They're like, oh, my God. And a little hand wave. All right. Anyway. Adam Ernie's jersey will be given away. Your size and your choice between a home and an away jersey. We will be doing so for the next two weeks. And we will be announcing the winner on, I believe, our next episode. We make the rules. Yeah, we do. But I'm not not even going to say I believe. We will announce the winner on the next episode. Here are the rules. You need to follow us at 313Hockey on Twitter. You need to retweet our pinned tweet, which is going to be the Adam Ernie jersey. And then you need to tag two friends in the comments. Isn't that neat? Isn't that fun? Get a little community involved. You also have to pick your favorite 313 Hockey host, and it has to be me. Say something nice about us, please. All of us, some of us, have praise kinks. And we really need to be validated. I knew you were going to say that. Tom looks like Ash Ketchum today. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. It was way better. Anyway, that's that's all we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Next week. Do you think people listen to this? I hope. The, they they actually pipe it through the psych wards, like around the metro Detroit area, <laughs> and so people have to hear it. Like I can believe that they got that, and then between cuts, you have the nurse going medication time, medication <laughs> time. <laughs> this oh is God. your medication. You're welcome. Ugh. All right. Anyway, we love you. Bye, guys. Love everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, bye.